and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Bits oh from my God. Is this ep, ep 25 or 24? It's 24. 24. Smile tap. This Smile is the taps. Jack Bauer episode. <laughs> yes. Nice. Chloe, the terrorists are coming. <laughs> Previously on. I'm 24. Marilyn Rice Cub. <laughs> Her name is, your name is Chloe. Oh. <clears throat> Dude. This I've never seen President Palmer. One episode of 24. One hour of 24. I could do a whole hour. crazy because he never. Uses the bathroom. Oh my god! Sleeps. Kelly, does he poop or pee? That original thought you just had is delightful. And I'd like to counter it with another original thought of mine, which is Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. (laughs) (laughs) It is a Christmas. movie. Isn't that interesting that I thought that Die Hard, great movie and a Christmas movie probably, and but also it's great. So go see Die Hard in the theaters today. Thanks. This week we talk about Die Die Hard. Hard. Die Hard. That's a spoof of living. Yes, uh, live hard, die free. Yeah. But this movie is die hard, die hard. Yeah. Just kidding. Welcome to Spoof Scoofs Novelty Songs, a podcast about dumb shit. That's not my line. Why are you now, me? I gave honest. it to you. I'm Kelly. I looked at you. Yeah, I gave it. But to I'm you. Kelly though. That's my line. I'm Kelly though. I'm the one who gets to introduce myself every episode. Yeah. Oh, that's hey, right. Guess one. what? You I'm guys Scott. Don't. Okay, yeah, there true. it is. Yeah. I'm Marty. Oh, wow. Uh, we, yeah, Kelly's the only one who ever introduces himself. That is his catchphrase, and I'm Kelly. Mm-hmm. This week we were reviewing a 1984 spoof of 30s crime gangster movies called Johnny Dangerously. Directed. Yes. Whoop. Go ahead. Oh, is the cat? The cat was part t- jumping in. I was going to say, opinion. this is exactly what George Orwell was writing about. <laughs> I was thinking it, and I was too focused on my notes to say it, but Kelly, thank you for getting there. I can't believe you wrote notes for this movie. This movie was directed by Amy Heckerling, who directed Look Who's Talking, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Clueless, Ooh, and other films. I'm glad you led with Look Who's Talking. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's the baby talking movie, Yeah, right? it is. That's yeah. like, I feel like that's, I mean... Okay, Fast Times was way better than Look Who's Talking. Yeah. yeah. Well received. Yes. But yeah, lead with Look Who's Talking. But I mean, Look Who's Talking arguably could be just as in the zeitgeist as As Fast Times at Ridgemont. I mean, I feel like I hear about those two movies about as often as I'll say Fast Times is considered like an actually good movie. Look Who's Talking is more famous because of the gimmick, right? Yeah. I don't think either of them are called. I wouldn't call Fast Times a cult classic. That's just like Uh, a comedy classic. It's a cult classic in my I think it's... It's no, not I would call movie. it a cult classic. I don't think it's a cult movie. Or it's like very, it's just, when you think 80s movies, that's like definitely yes. one of the like top five. Yes. You know what that's I love about saying. 80s movies? Hmm. I get older, they, they stay the same, same age. age. Isn't that based and confused <laughs> yeah. though? Well, I don't know. I get them all mixed up. I have bad It's like memory. you're dazed and confused. I am dazed yeah. and confused. Right, Marty? This movie stars Michael Keaton as a good-hearted man forced to turn to a life of crime to pay for his mother's medical bills. This movie features lots of famous comic actors from the era. Joe Piscopo, Peter Boyle, Griffin Dunn, Danny DeVito, and features a Dick Buckus performance, which I can't remember where who Dick Buckus played. That's a person? Dick Buckus is a linebacker for the Bears. From the oh, can I say something about him? Have at it. That name. <laughs> Wow. I think it made his career. Yeah. yeah, he's bad at football. It's like how The Fridge was a famous football player because his name was literally The Fridge. No. This can't be true. He comes from the false. Fridge family. He's yeah. And his first name is The. Marty's, it's a family Marty's name. having a bit right now. Uh, I'm having one of my classic chuckles. Uh, so Pete Wentz owns a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a pet shop, right? 
That's sorry. Michael Keaton is wearing eyeliner, I think, which yes. is in reference to. I mean, let's get it out of the way. Yes. We can't. We can't hide this, can't any hold this back anymore. This movie is a spoof of um, 1930s gangster movies. Yes. Jimmy Cagney. Correct. Film. Yes. White Heat. Yeah. Others. Tommy Gun Man. Yes. Where yes. they would definitely always wear eyeliner so that it like because they're, they're bad boys. I think it was also like a lighting thing, though, specifically. Oh, yeah. I think it's like a remnant of a vaudeville. Uh, yeah. It's a stage makeup. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yes. Yeah. We all agree. So, gentlemen, what were your initial thoughts on Johnny Dangerously? I'll start. Yeah. Oh, no. Kelly, please, won't oh, you? Let me let me preface this by saying these two guys see each other a lot, so I feel like you guys have a team up on me. No, here we haven't seen each other since we watched it. Okay. Well, we did, but we didn't talk about it that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that much? Scott told me, Scott told me, tell me how it ends. And I was like, I don't know. I was out on my phone like the whole time. And you know why I was on my phone? Because hmm. there's nowhere to stream this dang movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that doesn't explain. 20th century ba- hold Fox. On. No, let me tell <laughs> you, I was, I was so, well, I was bored of it. First you still watched it though, right? Yeah, it was on in the background while I was not paying attention to it. Okay. <laughs> and it was fine. I would tune in from time to time. I just wasn't in the mood to watch a dang Here's why film. I, I found it. I, I, too, went on my phone once or twice during yeah, this movie. Once or twice. And it was because it didn't uh, suspend my disbelief. It didn't capture me. I, didn't, I wasn't able to travel into the world of the movie. Yeah, that's and, one excuse. And why was that? Well, I'll tell you, listener. <laughs> it's because I had to watch it on uh, a screen the size of a screen that would... Uh, Rival at a video iPod. One fifth the size of your full screen. Yeah, because we had to watch a YouTube rip of it that was like a picture-in-picture YouTube video. So that YouTube sensors don't catch it, yes. Full screen, it was the size, it was smaller than my palm. It was, the one benefit of watching it this way was it was sped up a bit. (laughs) Thank God. And it sounded like it was recorded in, not done, Marty, it sounded like (laughs) It sounded like it was recorded in uh, somebody's bathroom. Like they just ran all the audio through a, a, a yes. public restroom of fire. Did you listen to it with headphones? No. Good for you, because I did, and yeah. it was only one channel. It was a mono. Nice. Yeah, it was real bad. So all that slapstick action, you couldn't even tell where the bangs and booms and bikes <laughs> were coming I from? tell where the banana peel was being <laughs> slipped on. Yep. Yeah. So I'm not mad at you for this. No, I'm I know that. 20th century. I know that. Yeah. So the issue is that, and we've ran into this like four or five times on this podcast because it turns out 20th Century Fox created a lot of spoof movies, and when they were sold to Disney, Disney took lots of their movies off of any streaming. You can't purchase this movie on Amazon. You can't get this movie anywhere. So I will say, if you are able to find this on DVD or a stream of it somewhere. I personally would really recommend this movie, and I would recommend you guys watching it again sometime because mm. I think you would both enjoy it a lot. No thanks. All right. It was really good. I probably Kelly, would, but I don't. Do you have want a song for us? <laughs> no, I can't be all. I can't be all. I really love this movie. I legit was watching it, and I was like, "This is why I wanted to do the podcast because I love discovering a movie that I'd never heard of before that is like actually really funny." And so it was a real bummer that you guys are both so down on doing this one. It really hurt. And so I was they like, do oh. say like critics like reviews like. Really are you do have to consider like the day they're having yeah. when they go in to see yeah of course no, that's yeah. True. a marriage I story. honestly <laughs> thought the movie probably was fine it's like 
it was I was telling Scott how it was like uh it was like a lot of throwbacks I feel like yes, like it, was. It, it it came out in 84 but it felt like it was it had the heart of a 60s or 70s goofy movie or 30s maybe <laughs> whatever you want dude it's just got old sort of old-timey bits and sounds old-timey yeah. like pacing like that's yeah. kind of like Hey, mm-hmm. sweetheart, like, blah, 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 yes. like that kind of shit. I mean, that's basically yeah. Johnny's entire, got quips. Yeah. He's always got, he'll say something cool, and then he does like a neat little like he'll flip his hat. Yeah, that guy's fucking cool, man. He broke, he broke dance. Yeah, break dance. He invented it. That's always that's a bit you'll see a lot is like in the old West times, but then like, oh, oh MC Hammer comes out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at those pants. Yeah. Well, I don't know where to, I don't know really know where to begin then, guys. Well. Pete Wentz is in a pet store. <laughs> it opens with the, there's a framing device of uh, a, a kid. It's 1940 40 something. something, yeah. And uh, Johnny Dangerously, he's like retired now. He yes. owns a pet store. There's like bits where he's like uh, putting, uh, he's using a price gun on the pets and like yes. dusting them off like they're like <laughs> jars of something. How are you not into this? this was, it was so, right away. I was so that bit, the price gun on the pets. I wasn't like, into it because it was in good one sixty interlaced. Yeah, well, you forget about that. Forget. Mm, about it's it. really yeah. hard to. No, this is a bigger. good. Sp- I think this is an underrated spoof. I'll say that right okay, now. Good, but good, let's. Good. Continue with the summary, yes. So uh, the kid is trying to steal a pet. Johnny Dangerously stops him and says, hey, crime ain't the way. Let me tell you why. Come here, Dives into his uh, life story. Marty is adding, uh, oh, it's like I'm really there. Uh, (laughs) He says, come here, Jack. Uh, So Johnny Dangerously, uh, he's a a kid. He's a little newsy boy in, like, the Gilded Age. Yes. And... uh, there's some jokes where he uh, is hitting stuff with newspaper. We learn he has the skill of being able – he has pinpoint accuracy yes. by, with throwing a newspaper. Yes. Mm. And he's got a little rival uh, kid trying to sell new, who's like a little bully who comes back later with a very yes. funny bit we'll yes. get to. Uh, so uh, That's Joe Piscopo in the future. Yes. yes. Uh, and so then the, there's the the crime boss comes and says like, "Hey, kid, I got some moxie. I'm doing it too now. <laughs> yes, you don't yeah. even need to watch. We this have movie. to do it." <laughs> uh, and so uh, played by Pierre Boyle. Also. He he offers it to him to get into the crime game. You'll make a bunch of money. Johnny mm-hmm. says no. It'll for it break, break me mother's, mother's heart. heart. Uh, and so then uh, we meet the mother, and she's like a you know a classic like stereotypical like uh, she's always ironing clothes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so a great great quote from the mom that we meet early on. It's Maureen Stapleton, who at the time was like seventy or something. Uh, Michael Keaton says to her, "How does it feel to be twenty nine? And she says, "I just hope I can reach thirty. Great bit. Yeah. Mm. Continue. And she was like fifty or yeah. sixty. <laughs> She's they're, older than twenty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the because it's because yeah, yeah. in olden times everybody died at like. 29. That and I think they're just making fun of the idea that she's clearly not that young. Yeah. That's like a simple oh. joke. Oh no, I think the joke was that just like every yeah everybody died at yeah, like thirty five right, and right, like so everybody right. looked ancient by the time they were like twenty one. This was not like the Roman times when everybody did die when they were thirty. I don't know typhoid <laughs> fever and cholera, my friend. Then why was the mom made of like a marble statue, dude? <laughs> yeah. She wasn't. So there's this uh, device they keep using that Johnny is continually pushed into the life of crime because the doctor is like a scam artist and keeps saying, like, your mother is sick and you need X amount of money to for her to live. 
And it keeps increasing over the course of the movie. And eventually it's like it's like obvious that the idea is that Johnny stops caring that he's being ripped off. He just gives the guy the money because at this point he loves living the life of crime so he much. He also yeah. loves giving people it. money. This yeah. is that is he's a also like thing. he's not even that much of a criminal. Like All right, well, they just never they show him actually yeah, doing do. crime. So I like to think I that like he was, like, just, like, handing over p- drugs to people he knew would overdose and, like... They take, like, an hour before they reveal, like, what their criminal enterprises are, but they do just keep saying vaguely, like, they're crime bosses or mob Human bosses. trafficking yeah. in the most, like, disgusting, <laughs> like, way, like, yeah. I, yeah. But they never... But they, you never see it. You never see it. So no. he's nothing but likable. Yeah. Uh... So then, so Johnny dangerously, as a, as still as a boy in this flashback, uh, goes to this uh, meetup where there's the the crime boss he's allied with, and then the rival crime boss, and then through a turn of events, he does a big long like slapstick like fight, choreographed yeah. fight, and saves the crime boss from the other crime boss, um, mm-hmm. who's sort of the main bit of the, the other crime boss is that he's uh, Italian and... Uh, can't pronounce English he can't super swear, well. Or, yeah. Particularly swear words. Swear words. Ice hole yeah. was yeah. asshole. Fargan, Fargan instead Fargan. of fucking... <clears throat> uh, that guy really makes a meal out of that performance, by the way. He just, like, he is just tearing through scenery in every single scene. He's just screaming every one of his lines. Yeah. I mean, that... Yeah. I thought it was one of the lower... Moments. I agree. I agree. I just think he was really going for it. He wanted that Oscar. Yeah. He's like, I'm and he got the first it. One if we check the records, Oscar. He's like, there's only 12 movies that come out every year. I have to be one of the nominees this You're year. Be a what what You're year did you say spoofy. this movie came out? 84. Am I doing the song for this? We can talk about that. Later. Okay. Uh, I can do it. It doesn't matter. But I'm doing the product too. Uh, just, well, because I, I my song is from 1984. Oh, if yeah, then, then do it. Yeah, Sick. for sure. Yeah, Marty, what a fun preview. Oh my god, yeah. are you on the edge of your seat? <laughs> Teasing. Yeah. Did you pull over your car to <laughs> lean into? Did the Scott speaker? pick a Def Leppard song? Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> edit point here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. I won't edit there. So. Uh, Oh, su- surprising no one. Uh, so, <laughs> fuck, where are we? So then we cut back. Now, now Johnny's yes. a teen, right? Yes. And uh, he invents breakdancing to impress <laughs> yes. a woman. Yes. He's a teen, but it is now Michael Keaton. So yes. right. like yeah. that's, that's, The thing with his 40. mom, too, is they play so much off the idea that they're obviously not the ages that they're supposed yeah. to be. Like, right. there's a lot of jokes about that. Right. Good shit. Yeah. So he's now a budding criminal guy. He's like right-hand man to Peter Boyle. Eventually, we find out that his younger brother is going to go to law school. His brother ends up becoming a lawyer who is trying to take down all crimes. So that's our main conflict is that yeah. his yeah. idealistic brother. Danny DeVito is the corrupt uh, DA. Yes. And he and uh, Keaton paid, Johnny Dangerously paid for his brother to go through law school. This is true. Yeah. And kept him in it because his brother was like, I got to get laid, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. leads to probably the worst bit of the movie, which is like the cartoon about like your testicles exploding. Your scrotum expanding, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah. It was just a little like... I was all, but it's like it's like it. don't don't have sex because your uh, nuts will get bigger, which is I would say just factually the opposite holds. True. I like that they were playing off of the like I don't know pitching a character on something. They just went very like again. I like a big take in a movie. I think it was like a reefer madness kind of like yes, PSA I think it was from the thirties bit. But it, but it was just like but then like have more of a it's like based off of like testicles are real but then everything else about it is like what are you yes. saying like I do, what are I, you what is this connect to in reality I will say 
I love this movie, but the Griffin Dunn character of like guy who really wants to graduate college to get laid and then is also like really moralistic, which fits together, but it also was like too much for his character. Like it just like there was not a smooth enough transition to like no, suddenly he's a lawyer very, bringing down yeah. crime that was just like not developed well. Enough, just empty. Yeah. Just more not like uh, yeah. Griffin incomplete. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the worst part about this movie for me was that when I was searching for it in Google. You type in Johnny, and then uh, English comes up, and I yeah. wanted to watch Johnny English. I mean, hey, we'll get there. It's scheduled. It is scheduled yeah. for the future. We should have a Johnny month. <laughs> yeah. But Just do Johnny well, Let's watch this movie again. Yeah. Marty okay. has to buy Marty. us the DVD. <laughs> the criti- Criterion. There's version. one. Criterion. 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 Because that's the spoof, the spoof of Criterion, of course. Yeah. They only release spoof movies. Yeah. Of course. From the Disney vault. So, yeah, there's... Uh, Peter Boyle eventually retires and Johnny Dangerously becomes the boss. Joe Piscopo, his former newspaper rival, becomes oh, his yeah. like, Which, main guy. Okay, I did inter- so the bit the where he gun. comes, they introduce him as a kid and then uh, they he like they're reintroduced when Johnny's a teenager. Like they hadn't seen each other the whole time, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I remember yeah. you." And he's like, "Yeah, it turns out I'm a real scumbag." because like, <laughs> just they set it up. It's like, yeah, we know. Like you already went so out of yes. your way to set this up. Like <laughs> Joe Piscopo is really funny in this movie. I was like surprised because he's like one of the few like famous SNL cast members who like never really like took off otherwise. Yeah. I don't know who this man is. He was an SNL cast. Member. <laughs> I'm sorry to this man. He, he's really good in this movie. His mother touched him once. Once. <laughs> That yeah. bit was great. They yeah, brought that great. bit. Came My back. father hung me up on a door <laughs> once. <laughs> once. Yeah. once. I got shot once. 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 Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. Uh, oh, I got to look through my notes quick. Marty? At a point here? Marty? This, this might actually be at a point here. Oh, oh so we've got so your far. little foibles. <laughs> I get so all fun. of our foibles out, guys. We just don't have that many. Meet the foibles. I don't. Stop bringing that up. <laughs> I don't have any notes, guys. I have no notes. I didn't take notes on this one either, actually. It's okay. Out. I I'm, took notes, but I can't read them because t- they only take up one. What else is, is bad about this I'll, movie? No, Johnny's <laughs> love interest, uh, two-dimensional. Again, very, very weak, yes. Yeah. Same for uh, Griffin Dunn's love interest was like, why was she in the movie? Not even in the movie. Not well, because he's getting married. Yes, exactly. That was it. Yeah. I'll highlight some of my favorite uh, lines and bits. Uh, I'm proud to be part of any Kelly, team. do you want to grab a drink wow. or something upstairs quick? <laughs> well, well, we'll just let him go. Bits. We can just check back in no, in like 10 it's minutes. fine. I'll just take a quick five-minute nap, you know. All right. I'm going to look at Twitter. Marty, you go ahead. Marty, go ahead. Ow. <laughs> What are your favorite bits? I'm proud to be part of any team whose adversary is crime. That's a line from our lawyer brother friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, The DA Burr dies in a commercial. So there's a bit where uh, Michael Keaton invites Danny DeVito to a dinner and sets up this like very intricate way of getting him murdered by basically redoing a commercial for Schlitz malt liquor. So that he gives them like a glass of malt liquor and puts like a red bib on him, and then a bull crashes oh, through. Oh, is that what that? Because yes. the, the yeah. red I looked part it up. and the bull I get. But why is he like it's malt so is liquor? It making fun of yes. a like a commercial then it, a very mm. specific commercial. And if you saw that commercial, if you yes. saw how much they played that in 1983, my word, you'd be laughing. <laughs> oh, so like God. I thought that was really funny, but I also agree that like what a, what a thing that was going to be like so old a year later. Like yeah. it's just so specific. Yeah. It was so weird. Uh, 
Johnny Dangerously also lives in a building with a bunch of other famous criminals. When he goes to get his mail, you see Al Capone's name. And then oh. Al Capone's wife comes to get a cup of bullets from him later. <laughs> and he slams the door <laughs> in her face and says, like, Al can get his own bullets. Again, this movie was full of, like, lots of little good Easter bits. eggs. Yeah, this movie just, in general, had lots of, like, good little side gags. And Keaton is really good in this movie. Keaton is, yeah. There's something. He's very he's charming. Like good at, he's good at being, like, really sarcastic. Like, fucking, yes. okay, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Hate him, hate him, hate him, hate him. But I get the comparison. But that's what I'm saying is Michael Keaton can do what Ryan... Michael Keaton, I still... Like, he can be genuine and sarcastic and pull off both at the same time pretty well. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, I would argue that, yeah, he's good at the sarcastic stuff, but when he has to, like, emote a little bit more, that's when it's, like, not strong. Uh, But Keaton's really good. You guys are too hard on him. He's a real human, just like us. Okay. He's playing cartoon jumble on his phone. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those commercials. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He was also in, like, a Michael Bay movie really recently, too, for some reason. Yeah. Doesn't fit. I, don't know. I love Deadpool, though. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Pikachu? Boy. Mm. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh... There's an anti-smoking ad at the one-hour mark of this movie. Uh, is, this is the one time I'm okay with the breaking the fourth wall thing, but there, there's like a, a scene where all the mobsters are smoking, and somebody walks in, and they're like, oh, how can you guys live through all this smoke? It's so bad for you. And then one guy's like, I have cancer from lung cancer, and it's just an anti-smoking I thought ad. he got shot. He gets shot, but like uh, they were also talking about like not smoking, because I think somebody else said that they have like lung cancer or something, hmm. if I remember correctly. Well, I might be wrong. Who's to say? Who's to say? My when notes? we do our second watch, episode like 329 <laughs> the is The Johnny be... Dangerously rewatch. Yeah. You've all been asking for it, and yeah. boy, we finally got it. That's about all I've got uh, as far as notes go, because I just like enjoyed this movie the entire time, and I'm really bummed that you guys didn't get to watch it as it was meant to be seen. Kelly was looking the other way and Scott just stared at me when I said that okay as a movie 9 out of 10 I really enjoyed this movie there were a few lulls with the bits and some things were meh but it was really really good and I enjoyed it and as a spoof 10 out of 10 because it really does nail the mob movies from that era I'm gonna say as a movie I'll bring up something Kelly said in a previous episode is that, like, uh, uh, in the internet age, it's like, this could be a sketch. Yes. You know what I mean? It just felt, it just dragged, like, and it it was clocking in at a cool 90 minutes, and at, like, 60, I was like, we gotta be wrapping up soon here. Yeah. My Uh, mom's calling. (laughs) Dinner's ready. Yeah. So, as a movie, I'm gonna say... Six out of ten, because it could be 40% shorter... Uh, but it was still it was enjoyable. It it ran it had a good pace, and they did nail like the aesthetic of the. Uh, oh, that was there. sorry. I had one more point. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, and then as a spoof, yeah, I'll say like honestly, nine out of ten. I think it you know they they yeah. hit all the marks of uh, what they're trying to lampoon, and there's I guess that's just the jokes could have been punchier. Like it's I don't know. <sighs> I just disagree with you, I guess, yeah. A lot of the jokes, like, kind of just, like... Guys, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of the jokes, like, sort of, like... They're, like, little nose laughs. Like, instead of, like, doing, like, one really good joke, they give you, like, a hundred chortles per second. I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, I think it's, like, smart. And it's, it's, it's a hard... It's a hard line to balance yourself on when it's, like, a balance between being really smart but also being, like, really slapstick and goofy. Mm -hmm. 
and it hits those notes, I don't really feel I t- see. I can't give it a rating because I just don't. I didn't really pay attention as much as I should have, and. Also, the way I watched it was just kind of miserable. It just kind of sucked. This is fair. I Yeah, it was... Uh, thank you, Disney, I guess. So yeah, fuck say. Disney, fuck 20th Century Fox for getting bought We're going to vet some ones that are, like, impossible to find. Because that's the other thing, too, is, like, I'm assuming if it's hard for us to find it, then the audience probably hasn't yes, seen I think it so. either. Well, this one, I actually had mentioned that we were doing this to, like, a couple of friends, and they all had seen this movie before. And I was like, this is shocking. That's weird. News to me. Weird. Yeah. But we are we are not doing Bob Roberts in the future. That was the one movie that I looked ahead, and that was, I could not find it anywhere. Uh, the one last point I wanted to make was that I thought this movie was shot really well as well. Like, it was shot like a 30s crime movie. It was a lot of really... In a, se- in the way, in a sense, it was shot... Really not well. Well, it was shot. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have any. Right, exactly. They didn't know how to do anything cool. It was like they just shot like very stiff wides and very like a lot of medium close ups where the character is like sort of cramping one side of the frame that they normally wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like they're talking frame left to frame right and they're closer to frame right than they are frame left, which is a very odd way of framing it now. It could but... be because of the Russian stream you're watching too, though. That's true. They, they chopped off half of the frame. They don't want to get caught. <laughs> they keep chopping these frames. They're breaking the 180 rule yeah. just so that mine had a mirror effect right. on it the whole time. It was so weird. <laughs> well, we have our first incomplete grade, so Kelly's gonna have to give us. I, Kelly, as soon as you watch Johnny Dangerously in the future, I want an updated review on the podcast. All right, yeah. I'll tell you in 80 years when I'm in a right, retirement. Yeah. I'm home sure he's gonna TV hop straight to it when we're doing spoofs, goofs, and yeah. novelty songs. Oh my god, kill me, <laughs> Scotty. Euthanasia by podcast. <laughs> Do you have a song to play us this week? I most certainly do. I take you to the year 1984, when on the radio you might hear a little number called Axel F. Are you familiar with the song? No, I don't know it. No. Does this ring any bells? Ding. I love a good jock jam. Yeah, this is sort of... So it was originated by a man named... Harold Faltermeyer, and he wrote it for uh, the movie Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Those movies fucking slap. I actually have not seen any of them. Are they spoofs? Uh, I think it's just funny cops. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... Have we talked about this yet? The plural of uh, spoof is spoofs (laughs) with a V. Yes, it's like uh, we're a cow. That'll be multiple sole point of discussion for episode twenty. Yeah, you know how multiple cows are called (laughs) cows. What cow? What I was doing hooves and and hooves. Yeah, Uh, but no, Beverly Hills Cop is not a spoof because it literally created a genre. Basically, oh okay, funny cops. Yeah, Yeah. that in forty eight hours. It's a spoof of cops. Holy shit, those movies are so good, though. Let's just start a second podcast for those movies. <laughs> Review yeah. good movies, the yeah. podcast. Oh, my God. No, That'd not good movies. If we start Beverly including... Cam- okay, my point here. If we start <laughs> including camp campy movies, I feel like the quality of... It's not campy. It's good. It's just good. No, well, we can't... I mean, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop wouldn't even fit in campy, though. Like, that's different. If we're not talking about, like, like you want to do, like, a John Waters movie at some point. Mm-hmm. That is at least, like... You can talk about how John Waters is specifically trying to make something that is playing off of cliches in other movies and stuff, right? Like, you can at least, it's at least close enough. Like, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Cop is just a movie at that point. It's like, we might as well just review Citizen Kane. <laughs> That'd be nuts. That would be crazy if oh we did my that. God. 
So anyway, Beverly Hills Cop, he also did the music for uh, the Top Gun anthem and music from uh, Fletch. The Top Gun anthem is not the Kenny Loggins. Highway to the Danger Zone. It's not that one. I'm doing that next episode. Oh. Yeah. What is that? That's Top Gun. Oh. Will you shut the window? There's traffic. Sorry, there's some planes coming in. It's not a plane. These biplanes, (laughs) these crop dusters keep flying by the window. We're recording right now. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm actually looking out the window here too. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Anyways, <laughs> the title comes from the uh, the the name of the main character in uh, Beverly Hills Cop, Alex mm. Foley, played by Eddie Murphy. And Kelly, this uh, you'll like this. It's in the key of F minor. Oh, how is it so like? Happy and it's called Axel F, and it's in the key of oh, F. Isn't that boy? Wow. Interesting That's and exciting stuff. Yeah. Exciting stuff. <laughs> the theory. The theory behind these songs. Oh, oh the music theory. Uh, so he recorded the song using eight instruments. Um, they're all synthesizers. <laughs> they, they, they list them here, but it's just... Cork, Casio 1. The Roland Jupiter 8. Does that mean anything to you? The Yamaha DX7. Ooh, I know that. For Cowbell. That's what he used for Cowbell. Keep listing them off, please. Is there any dog barks in it? Uh, no. Sleigh bells. The oh, any sleigh bells? <laughs> the well, does, the the DX7 he... did cowbell, marimba, and steel drum sounds. Okay, so I just got a great idea. You get a brand new keyboard. So you're the first one off the factory line. You get it, and you press the button that plays like the demo song. Does that belong to you, the intellectual property mm. of that song? I think they're all Wonder. public domain is the thing. I but think it's all I'm like, playing it again for the first time ever off the factory You have to line. mail it to yourself, it's I think. my <laughs> song. <laughs> you have to put it on a USB yes. and mail it to yes. yourself. All right, well. And then it's yours. I'm going to yeah. be rich. Nice. <laughs> Kelly's working. Yeah, because I love turkey in the straw. <laughs> Kelly works for the Casio factory right now, actually. Yeah. So, uh... Let's hear a little bit of uh, of Axel F, and then once we hear that song, I'm going to talk about uh, a little cover version you might have heard. But first, the original by Harold. Just copy and paste his last name. Marty at a point a year. by a pretty famous internet caricature. A pretty famous amphibian, you might say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I will... Is it him? Who? Not Kermit. Pepe? Not Pepe. (laughs) No, it's... There's so many famous frogs. God damn. Kermit, whack. Pepe, (laughs) evil monster. (laughs) But there's one frog to rule them all. There's one frog that all the other frogs must bend the knee to. He might be chaotic, but he's good. It's the crazy frog, baby. Marty Marty had the fucking Farmer Five, so he probably doesn't know this commercial. Is this the WB frog? That's iconic no. to millennials. If you were watching like Nickelodeon in the mid two thousands, definitely don't God. know this. Yeah, it's not even Nickel. It was on every channel ever. 
So Except here's the network thing. Television frog I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what the crazy frog is, and then I'll dive into my research copy from Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, the crazy frog was this this uh, it was one of those commercials you would see on TV all the time. Like if you want this crazy frog video on your cell phone, text five 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 four five. Perfect. Uh, and, and and they would show. Um, the crazy frog like music a video, terrible CGI crazy frog. Yeah, so that mid two thousands low budget like creep uncanny valley. It's like Shark Tale, but a little worse. Yeah. So okay, so now I'll dive into what Wikipedia has to say, and the the reason I'm calling out that I'm uh, going to be reading this off is because listen to how dense. And just unintelligible the Wikipedia on Crazy Frog is. How many artists, how many different Germans and Norwegians? <laughs> you'll, you'll hear it. Okay. In 2005, Crazy Frog recorded the song, releasing it as Axel F., though it was known as Crazy Frog Song. The novelty song is Crazy Frog's first and most internationally successful single. The cover was produced by Matthias Wagner and Andreas Domeyer the two members of Offcast Project, and Henning Reith and Reinhard DJ Voodoo Reith, two members of the German dance production Bass Bumpers. Wolfgang Boss and Jamster arranged the remix and later marketed it as a ringtone. So who made this song? Yeah. Who who I'm made so this song? Confused. Yeah. Crazy Frog made And it. then it goes on to say, the song consists of vocals taken from the Crazy Frog recording by Daniel... Mal Malmedal in 1997. So did it come out? How did this? So this is like this is like if uh, Damon I don't know his last name from the Gorillas from uh, Damon Alburn. Alburn. Damon Alburn. If he made all these Sorry. songs with a bunch of people and then they came out with it and it got famous and they were all like claiming, oh no, I did that. No, I did. Yeah. This. Or or was it like everybody did like one piece because they like in. The, I don't know. It's one of those things, where, or like if you look at like the pr- producing credits for like a like Britney Spears song or something, and there's like, why are there forty producers on this yeah. song? Like because they were all in the room diva. talking. Is yeah. like the, the thing. Yeah, I chose the D flat there. Like, like <laughs> yeah, what, like, yeah. Like, no, but honestly, that is what probably yeah. happened. I yeah. turned this knob that way. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so I'll go on to the, it. Describes the music video. So. <laughs> But then there's more weird organizations and bands and names of Germans to get through first. <laughs> the Ministry of Sound hired Cactus Cactus Film, spelled K-A-K-T-U-S. The Ministry of Sound hired Cactus Film and Eric Wernquist of TurboForce 3D, the original creator of the 3D Crazy Frog, to produce a full-length animated music video to accompany the release of the song. The video featured the Crazy Frog character and is set in the future and centers on his pursuit by a bounty hunter. The bounty hunter receives notification of a $50,000 reward for capturing the frog. The bounty hunter activates a killbot mounted on an armored hover cycle in the video. Then it proceeds to track the crazy frog as he commutes around the city on his imaginary motorcycle. As the bounty hunter closes in on his prey, the crazy frog becomes aware of his pursuer and in an unlikely chase begins traveling over skyscrapers and through the city's sewer system before the killbot launches a guided missile at the frog. However, the crazy frog is able to mount is able to mount the missile as it approaches him, evidently that. confusing its guidance system. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. This is a radio play right now. <laughs> As it begins to loop and glide uncontrollably, the missile eventually locks onto the bounty hunter's van. Is it a van or is it a hover cycle? <laughs> Destroying it and creating a large mushroom cloud. The crazy frog manages to escape that blast, covered in dust and debris, and appearing to deliver the closing lyrics. Ding, ding. So with that in what mind, imagine lyrics. that this music is playing all the while, and also it's 2006, and you're in eighth grade watching this on YouTube, and how we don't all have psychic mental damage <laughs> from this, I couldn't tell you. On that note, let's get a little taste of Crazy Frog. Do that Pokemon album too. Oh, yeah. I'm getting Santa Dude, I, a Pikachu <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> We're on the road to Vermillion City. <laughs> yeah. the, the Brock. So you want to be a Pokemon master? <laughs> the Brock like love jammies. I'm thinking about my sisters back home. There's like a funky bass line to it. It's wow. so good. It's so good. Weird. So, so. That was Crazy Frog. Crazy yes. Frog. That's dude. that's about all I have to say about okay. that. Just uh, it's it's iconic for a certain generation of people. It will be haunted forever by, <laughs> by hearing it again. The crazy. So I have one last piece. While I let oh, me just boy. drum up my. I will say the here. the Axel song is fantastic score. It's obviously iconic. Oh, it's so good. It became its own thing. That yeah, is true. Yeah. We were that's probably the most we've danced to one of these novelty songs. <laughs> we were dancing. Yeah, hard. we listened to the whole thing three times and we're in a conga line around the <laughs> yeah. studio. This Toby Keith, the two top yeah. two times we <laughs> oh, danced yeah, hard. We so okay, just transitioning back to the original. Uh, yes, copy and paste the name here uh, <laughs> version. Uh, the, the record of where this peaked is, has been chronicled very thoroughly. Okay. Okay. So we're, and we're not just going to guess where it charted in, uh, America. We're taking a trip to the jet sound again. (laughs) (laughs) To Charlie old London town. International. My good boy. Just London. London, That's the two. And then we go back. All right. So. The uh, U.S. Billboard Hot 100? That can't be. Well, okay. No, no, no. Okay, I have it here. Where did it peak in the United States, 1984? Kelly? No, Marty? Number one. I would guess eight. It was number one. Yeah, there was no way. Going first was... All right, now 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 let's get to the juicy shit. All right. In Ireland, where did it peak? Oh, shit. Oh, me Blarney Stone. It bleed. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> character, really. Get into the mindset. Yeah, it peaked at number 15, of course. One. Kelly. Damn. <laughs> Damn. The back and forth. <clears throat> Just think of those. They were jigging to that song. That's true. They were getting <laughs> jiggy with that song. To New Zealand. Of- oh, all right, mate. Uh... <laughs> Oh Jesus! One. This isn't. You're not Fred Armisen. When I put the map away, so roll the map back up. You're not. Sh- oh, in New England, they talk like this. One. Clam chowder. One. Fuck you. I will guess number two. One. Uh, uh, Marty, you <laughs> you had to think about that. Wait, I was thinking. I had three different things in my head. Both of your names and what number it peaked in my head at the same time, and I didn't know which word to say. It peaked at number five in New Zealand. Ah, see, I knew it. I God, knew it. I knew it was a trap. Off. All right, and then Australia. 
What? Oh, crikey, mate. Uh, <laughs> God, damn it, mate. I oh, hate this so peaked. much. <laughs> it peaked at number nine, of course. <laughs> it's uh, six. Yes. I mean, I got to find a country that you <laughs> will be racist for doing Yeah, that. do it. China. <laughs> <sighs> They're all white people countries. Damn it. Because why would you? Which I guess is telling when you consider what fucking song it is. <laughs> it's a movie score song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, West Germany. <laughs> oh well, of course it peaked at number one. <laughs> uh, three. It's a tie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it peaked at two. Number yeah. two. Number All right, two. one more. This is there's yes. something. For some reason, this segment is like you know a little anticlimactic. <laughs> All right, uh, Sweden. Uh, oh, you don't know what to you don't know what to do for this one. I was gonna try to do it, but uh, no, I'll go number. Now think of the Feebles. <laughs> oh, crikey! The famous mate. chef from the Feebles. Crikey, mate! Uh, number nine, of course. Uh, <laughs> eight. It was eighteen. Ah, shit! This is the first time I'm winning these yeah, ones. Yeah. It's the accents. I'm it's telling you. Yeah, and also it's, really it's just completely gear. random. It's it requires sorry. no. Well, after the We're first two, I figured it wouldn't be number one. Higher or lower? Yeah. Higher or lower? All right. And I love card sharks. The very last one, the Netherlands. The Netherlands? Oh, mm-hmm. they speak English there, so number two. Uh, number <laughs> sixteen. Is number one. Yes! Shit! This song was very popular, I guess, is the point. Yes. Here in the world over. Probably from the lack of words. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's universal. That is the thing, yeah. right? Like, it, it literally is just, like, good no matter what country you're yeah. in. Yeah. A bop is a bop in any language. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Music is universal, they say, of course. Yeah. Now, Marty, uh-huh. I have a question for uh, you. Well, you know what? You want me to do more accents? <laughs> that was my, oh, well, my question was, could you please never do that again? <laughs> okay, uh, and my follow-up question is, do you have a product? I do, gentlemen. I have to get it. I have to fish it out of my coat pocket here. Oh. Something you couldn't possibly have done in advance. No, of course not. Well, the reveal is such a big part. <laughs> ah! A flag! <laughs> so, it's so... Why isn't it? So, of course, I... You broke the rest of the gun? I did just break it by doing this. So I got a... Oh, no, n- garbage! <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah, novelty that's gun. That's unusual. It's a, <laughs> I, for Johnny Dangerously this week, I wanted to get a fake gun that when you pull the trigger, bang, shoots out instead of bullets, of course. Yeah. So we've got ourselves... What if you mixed it up and you fucking killed me? <laughs> I splashed. Host of You're laughing too hard at that. <laughs> Murdered today by one of his co-hosts accidentally. It too, was you're a little too entertained by this. It was premise. a Brandon Lee type situation. Yeah, this is way too dark. Uh, anyway, so yes, this is you pull this trigger, the bang comes out. This is kind of a classic. I also I I got this before seeing Johnny Dangerously because I assumed. Can I look at it? Yes, of course. I assumed that they would have had a gag like this in the movie. They pulls the trigger and he's like, "Oh, my bang!" You bought gone. this because you guessed there would be a bang. Yes. I, hate that. <laughs> I just assumed they would do that. <clears throat> but also, the one I bought is, like, the cheapest material. Once again, please. Yeah, yeah it's, like, glued to the inside, yes. and the glue came off, so it's, like, well... Now it's just broken. And done. The inside's metal. Like, they didn't have to glue it. They it's also done, weird like, that, like, instead... Because traditionally what happens is, like, a rod with the flag sh- extends out, out yes. of the gun. But, but this, this one, the unfolds. gun, like, butterflies open. Yeah, that's weird. It's very lame. And so it also, it looks like... 
oh no, Marty's gonna shoot me with like an eight, like a seventeen hundreds dueling pistol. <laughs> yes. ah! I appreciate how cheap it is. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> hold on, <laughs> you scared I pointed me. it and Marty <laughs> leaned away from me. I did flinch. Uh, he thought I was gonna shoot him with an eighteen hundreds <laughs> dueling pistol. I'd never know what you have down here. That wouldn't um, do anything. How does this? I think it's that. Oh, way, there. Yes. Go. Wow. wow, the spring action's pretty good though. It I'll is give you that, but. Again, I want someone to actually open a I'll novelty. Set it up for you, Kelly. I want someone to make like good novelty products. Like, I'm not even kidding. I wish Etsy had high like high quality. Yes, high that's, quality. That's honestly Etsy's. like probably a niche. You could, like, yeah, like they work and look really good. Yes. Like, like I want like whoopee cushions are great because like everybody. Bu- if somebody makes this, we'll rubber. sponsor you. Because you only yes. need to buy one whoopee cushion. Well, also Unless your just... butt's made of needles. Am I right? Yeah. Unless you have a needle ass like me. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that like a lot of people buy though, so I feel like it's more commercial to make like a good product for the whoopee cushion. But there's all these other ones that are just like, man, it, well, you got to spend so much money to get like a really good one, and it's like you could mass produce a bang gun for like two dollars. Like you could easily do that. Well, what's stopping you? Yeah, Marty. You know what, guys? All the other things I'm doing at the moment. Oh, okay. okay. I host a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Your other ventures are too profitable. To, it's not worth the risk. You know what, Marty? You know I what? think the reason that they're made so cheaply is because no one wants to pay a lot of money for something they're going to use literally once on their shit I, podcast. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I do agree with that. But I think I think there could be a demand there if, like, I don't know, if the products were better, I feel like people would come. But maybe I'm just a, if you a build hopeful them, guy. They yes. will come. Exactly. Jesus said that once. Yeah, he did. So, uh, anybody, got, you guys going to review review the product? Oh. Do we uh, do that? No. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's a great, good job. Uh, 10 out of 10, job. Marty. Your products go into a farm where it's going to be able to, <laughs> to play with lots of other products. <laughs> I award your product the blue ribbon of achievement. Yeah. Our, some product I've <laughs> written into this web. Some the the flower lapel, uh, other good things. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, all right, that's good. What Kelly's got a thought? Yeah. Did the what's Wilbur? Is that his name in Charlotte's Web? Correct. That is Wasn't the pig. He competing in, so he was competing in the fair. Yes. Did he win? I have not seen Charlotte's Web in forever. When you win in the fair, they slaughter you. Is that? Yeah, it's true. That's going to do it for plot. us this week. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger. No, that's not the plot. The plot is at the end she lays a bunch of spider eggs and they Well, go they're trying everywhere. to get him to they're Next trying week to on get spoof spoofs. Kelly, you can't bring up a topic and then uh, end it. We're gonna continue this conversation next week. Alright. Thanks All right. for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Oh, so much.